Good evening and welcome to episode 168 for Schnozcast on Saturday, April 9th, 2022. This is Bob, joined by my excellent co-hosts, Nick, Corey, and Todd, and special guest, once again, Greg Gubtoe. Tonight, we're, what do we got for you? Booze news all around. Uh, TT's TikToks, Nick's existential question of the week, gentleman's agreement, and pick of the week. Fading out the music. Everyone, how are you? Better now, yeah. I think. Thank fucking God. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't All know right. what you guys are talking about. I just got here and everything was like, here we go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sad part is that Greg's been here for 15 minutes. <laughs> and we were waiting 30 minutes for Greg to get here. Yeah. We were like, well, we can't wait 30 minutes for Greg to get here. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure Corey could fuck around for 30 minutes. And subconsciously, Corey created problems that he didn't even know he was creating. I didn't plan on just, it, that's for sure. Just so we could wait for Greg. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate he that. Was, he, was such a, he was such a great friend. Delayed on your behalf. He was like, oh, no, Greg. You're not going to just hold back on, on being able to share the, the pain. How about you wait 15 minutes, too? How about you wait 15 minutes? Letting my voice reach all the way to Seattle. Todd, how are you? I am mighty, sir. Thank you. Fantastic. I, I love how you're sounding. Let's keep, keep that going, whatever we're doing. Word. So, uh, before we get into anything else, we, we've got to, let's cover what we're drinking tonight. Greg. Um, I am going to eventually get a summer shandy here soon. Uh, off the newly. Uh, off the newly, newly cake, purchased. Yeah. Excellent. And your shot, you're going to, you want to join us? Mm, that looks awful. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're going to do doing some scotch from the car? Uh, eventually. Eventually. Car right. scotch. Corey, you got the same thing going? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Todd, what do you got? So tonight my uh, my beer is, well, let me start it off by saying this. Recently we had a couple of days of 70 degrees, summer-like weather in spring. So thought that spring had sprung. Uh, and then today it was 40 degrees and snowing uh, at my house. So uh, with that, I'm having the uh, New Belgium Atomic Pumpkin because it feels like a fall, a cold fall day. Uh, and my shot is going to be brown sugar bourbon, baby. Oh, finally, switching it up. Yeah. yeah so Nick and I are going to be doing the off the summer shandy keg, but uh, as promised last week, so we have uh, a bottle of Bird Dog peach-flavored whiskey that uh, we had talked about some people not really believing that what we were doing was actually shots, that somehow we were pulling you know, a fast one. You know how much it cost us to manufacture the paper and shrink-wrap this plastic around the top of this of this apple juice? Yeah. Nick has 4,000 hair dryers upstairs, so it was quite easy. It was very right. easy. Yeah, there's only like one of them that works, so. They're all burnt out? Yeah. You got your knife? It's a frog's asshole watertight. Oh, Bob's really putting on a show. Oh, I need a knife to open this. It's so sealed. It is. Does a wooden horse have a wooden cock? Okay, Greg, there are certain lines. <laughs> I mean, it's a family. Yeah, that's a good one, though. It's a family, it is. It's a family show. <laughs> Worked with Todd. Todd likes it. Yeah. <laughs> do bees be? Do bears bear? Does a bear shit in the woods? Yeah. Come slouch. Does a, does a fat come, dog fart when you squeeze it? Frog's get, asshole watertight? Yeah. Come slouching in here. All devil may care from all your winnings. Yeah, did you uh, win? I did not. I was going all in at the end and just trying to get here in time and just 30 bucks. Whatever. Oh, no. 
And then I you, couldn't believe it. Like, poker games, in my experience, are like a night long affair. Well, we were doing a tournament. If we were doing like our cash games, it could go on all night. Yeah, Greg, we're going to touch on that in a second. We're uh, yeah. we've been waiting for a very long time. All right, to let the audience see that we're doing this, and it really, <laughs> really sucks. So, if you're watching or listening out there, please get yourself a shot and join us. Oh, I will get myself a shot. You're right. Thanks, oh. buddy. You you did already. Yeah, didn't you do like a like like a little freezer shot by yourself? It was a pre pre show shot. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even have the pre show shot. Are so we going to talk about this? Or are we going to do it? I, I, we don't have to. I, Corey already did one. We don't I, have to wait for I, Corey. I so let's go, work. Todd. I like where your head's at. Ooh, 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 ooh that one kept going. I'm going to join Corey with the. Uh, oh wow, it's not bad. Seltzer. That is some serious peach whiskey. Oh my god, it's very pe- like I feel like I like it. Yeah, oh yeah, it's wonderful. I th- I feel like it's I a, did a nose right now. I did a shot of bourbon and someone was like, "Quick, drink the remnants of the liquid in this fruit cup." <laughs> That's literally what it just tasted like. Hey, pour a shot in a, in a Ziploc and uh, mail, mail it out to me. Oh, okay. Todd, that's illegal. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Only if you get caught. I want the postmaster general at my door. <laughs> Postal police. That's right. All right, while Corey is pouring his shot, uh, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. You can find us out here every Friday. We release at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. And you can find those episodes out on social media, out on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Sorry, Corey, you're pouring your shot, and now you got to do this. Uh, at schnozcast. You can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com or you can call or text us anytime, day or night. Nick's on the job, on the case, 618-SHOCKER. On the Shocker line open for you during podcast hours. (laughs) 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 All right. um, What did I have for you guys? Uh, Oh, I did have, um, related to housekeeping, Spotify now has ratings and reviews for for the podcasts so if you listen to us on spotify uh, it's first of all it's an excellent platform for you to use but definitely uh if you like what you hear give us a give us a like subscribe to us so you know when we when we release every friday and give us a rating um if we get i think it's 12 could be it could be 15 mm-hmm. uh five star reviews then it starts to show then the then the analytics start showing up in the site we can start tracking it so I think I think five stars is a pretty favorable review. Uh, we'd love to see it. Yeah, if Feel you a little generous, if you happen to be one of uh, Bob's past uh, female callers, uh, <laughs> don't use this platform to take out your grief um, <laughs> through us against Bob. There's a large number of the audience. How should they take out that grief? That contact him directly. Directly at six one eight shocker. Hate hate mail towards his house. Yeah. Anything like that. You, you know where. You, I mean, if you if you were one of them, you know where he's at. Just do us a favor yeah. and not take it out on the podcast. <laughs> you can also use Bob's direct line at. <laughs> oh, they have it. They have it. Remember, even if he's blocked you, even if he's blocked you on his cell phone or he's upgraded his cell phone and got a new one and has other security parameters, he's still got a home phone. He can't do that. Never answer that home phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fake laugh hiding real tears. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Nick Bader. Uh, 
All right, let's. Uh, I think I'm gonna get this. Guess this right. Booze news. It's and fun. now it's time for booze news. 168 shows. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Memorized. It. It's been a while since I fucked up the buttons. I did say I'm like. <laughs> I about, it's about, been a while since you've used the buttons. Do you, do you think maybe <laughs> every should, goddamn weekend? Do you think maybe we should like at? print little text and just put it on the button? No. Nope. No. It's funnier it's if I get it wrong. <laughs> Is it though? After the 25th time. <laughs> All right. Well, just for that, who's news, Curry? Oh, I get to go. All right. Guys, big news for you this week. I've been excited all week to talk to you guys about this. This is not big news. It's huge. (laughs) It's never big news when you say it's big news. It's It's huge. You're like, I just got a new charging cable. (laughs) (laughs) I need need to buy a new charging block now. What's the brand name? It's QRZ. It would be like, no, no, no. That's for pick of the week. I'm not telling you the brand name till pick of the week. It's never exciting. It's not one time has it been This exciting. is exciting. I promise you. This is very exciting. Look at what I just purchased for myself. <laughs> I am so thrilled to announce Will Smith is in rehab. Let's talk about it. Oh, God. Oh. Are you serious? I don't want to talk about it, but Will Smith's in rehab, yes. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Can they ban him for, for 10 years? What? For violence? What's the rehab for? Apparently, he's too stressed out. Hold and on, hold on. He is, took a rehab stint to... Learn how to channel his anger because he's doing the work. He's got to do so the work like now. rageaholics. Apparently, apparently, there's rehab for that. Yeah, he's got to do the work. Yeah. So have you ever seen anger management? So now in woke society, you can't yeah. just apologize. <laughs> no, you have to go to rehab. You no, you have to you have to do the work. So he's doing the work. So it's it's all a, a dog and pony show. I exactly. Assume, I assume that that's the all you want to say about that news. So I will pick <laughs> yeah. you back on your booze news with my booze news, no. which is no. I want to talk oh, about no, it for no, fifty five no. minutes. Listen, no, he was. Yeah. Beside himself last week, uh, I mean, o- almost, almost completely he, shut down. He TT'd into his little turtle shell and didn't and, want to say a goddamn word. What guys, come on, let's talk about this. And let's what have did a he just bring long? Up? See, now he's trying to use reverse psychology and drawn I, out I, conversation. I, about I say this. now part of me kind of oh, wants to talk about it. I say, <laughs> I say you. I was just trying to but. eat the fucking soap and make him look like a dick, Bob. <laughs> I'm telling you. Let's talk about it. For yeah, fuck minutes. yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> You're not going to win us over I can't like think that. of a worse hell for Corey than that, so I'll just keep it brief. Oh, I'd be ecstatic. My booze news that uh, the Academy aggressively pushed forward their timeline on reviewing Will Smith's case. <laughs> oh, thank God. More and, Will Smith news. And they said, we're... we're <laughs> they I told you I was piggybacking off of your booze he's, news. He's been sentenced. He's, yep, you got a 10-year ban. So That's it? They should have thrown him out for fucking life. He's like, well, I quit the Academy first. No. Well, yeah, guess what? And if you're going to quit it for like seven months and think you're going to be at the awards next year, yeah, too bad you're sentenced ten years. Yep, like you, you were sentenced. So, so yeah, you and Will Smith have something in common. Ten year, except ten I'm year ban. Way further along in my ten year ban. Yeah, but the, well, the years you can't count the COVID years. No, we. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no Fuck. trip years. It'll have to go. And over. if that's the case, I need to slap Dillahay because that that would be fucking awesome. Uh, you almost had a chance to do that because I called him while we were having uh, while we were eating at Harry's before the. Before the Tool concert, I know he, we, he, which he was at, and we never saw him though. We never saw him. And, you guys should yeah. should look at each other and point and go back and forth about more things <laughs> that no one cares about or knows about on the podcast. That's great. Remember what we got too. You should know Dillahay. Uh huh. And then we did that thing. Yeah, I'll talk to you about it later. Anyway, that's my that's my booze news. Fair enough. <laughs> which le- which leaves Mr. Todd Dillon as the last remaining yeah. booze news contributor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I am super excited about my booze news. Please, please tell me it's Will Smith related. It is not. Damn it. Damn it. Todd, come on, buddy. 
The curious case of Dylan the Pickle is closed. Oh, and Dylan T. Pickle? A trip abroad to vanishing in, sus- in a suspected Porsche piracy, Dylan the Pickle made his way home. What Porsche did he steal? In a juicy mystery that was harder to crack than, an open- than opening a pickle jar, the Pickle with mascot Dylan. Summer Collegiate Baseball team revealed Dylan is alive and well at a press conference on Thursday. Uh, I'm happy to announce and thrilled to announce that Dylan T. Pickle was covered. Portland Pickles general manager Ross Campbell announced. Dylan walked out. Dylan walked out, guys. And was welcomed to cheers outside of Blue Donut 2 in the Northeast Portland. He'd been missing an action for a week. And then there's all manner of pictures, gentlemen. Is any of this That's real? Because I, I don't, I feel like you're just putting like weird words I hope it's together. real. I named a whole podcast episode after it. Well, of course you did. I mean, it's real. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> We're too lazy to Google things. <laughs> Dylan. I'm surprised we have any booze news on this show at all. Hey, go to, go to hashtag Dylan is home. Is Dylan is home on Twitter. You can see. Dylan is home, so the hashtag doesn't even have his full name. It could be hashtag anybody. Dylan is home. You know, you know who it is. <laughs> but what you're saying is there's no other Dylans that would be hashtag on Twitter. Only this one. Well, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank God he's home safe. And uh, yes, yeah. True story. True story. Well, apparently Greg says it's real, so that means it must be. Oh, oh! by the way, uh, Chris Rock said he's not talking about the Will Smith shit anymore until he gets paid. (laughs) He did. (laughs) Pay the man. That's right. (laughs) Then we can talk about it. (laughs) 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 For 55 minutes. Yeah, I'm not as heated as I was last week. I was a little... Was very I, so. I've listened to it back again because I had to. You have to, and yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Once Corey stopped giving us his two cents, the, it left the rest of us free to. Oh, it was me. That was, that was me. <laughs> me being too talkative. About our, our feelings, yeah. That's how I recall it too. Yeah, <laughs> it left us to roam if we want to. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we did. All right. How about uh, a little? Yeah, you're gonna have to stand by on that, sir. If you read uh, your message. Uh, because <laughs> texting during a, an audio podcast is what we all do. I'm trying to get the content for TT's TikToks. Oh, oh, I thought you had it already. <laughs> I do. There, there was one I forgot about that I, I promised someone that uh, oh, I would boy. All right. I don't know why there people say when I run the show, it's smoother. Word. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Let's we're, see what this button does. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna leapfrog over that. No, 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 no. We're leapfrogging over you now. Oh, are you saying you're ready? Are you saying we're not going to come back to it? No, I'd come back to it. Oh, yeah, let's come back to it. All right. All right, you forward thinkers and philosophers. So we have a question for you tonight. Uh, Nick's existential question of the week. I feel like we need a few more shots before asking this, but let's uh, go ahead. Alrighty. Okay. Don't <laughs> <laughs> ask him twice. I mean, can you please grab mine? Let's, uh, let's disregard. I have it here. 
sip on that fruit cup scissorup, and uh, let's go. So hopefully Bob can uh, Bob can hear this while he's uh, pouring libations. So uh, this week's existential question of the week is uh, very in. Please don't look at me. Is very involved. Uh, so so bear with me here. So imagine that uh, a hypothetical scenario. Hy- oh, okay. I'm losing my audience. Imagine a hypothetical scenario wherein the split of a second you're transported back to the past. Th- what are you doing? <laughs> we can hear that. That's why I went over here. We can still hear it. It's coming through the cans. All right. Imagine a hypothetical scenario where the split of a second you're transported back to the past thousands of years ago. You're the only surviving man from the future. You're surrounded by a hundred other uncivilized humans who don't have a clue about who you are, yet they obey you. You're surrounded by a pristine, untouched natural landscape with an abundance of resources. Your cognitive abilities and memory of the future remain intact, but you're not carrying anything from the future. You're just a raw human with some crazy knowledge and crazy ideas about where you've been and what you know. How will you shape your present world being all the way back in the past with the knowledge that you have from the future? Is your knowledge enough to create a civilization as good as the future civilization? And what th- all things can you build with the human resources that you have? Now, I know you were all paying attention and that's, writing this down. That's a whole lot. And oh, I, shit. And, <laughs> and, and I will say right now, uh, there are no follow-up questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 no, of course there are. Okay. So um, Todd's probably going to ask me to read it again, so I could just start and read it. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Hey. We're going to need this. We'll probably need some kind of drugs, too. But Yep. Post what, time. What is? Hey. What are you doing, Greg? Post time. This is delicious. What, what, oh, my God. What is wrong Bud with you? Seltzer? What did they feed you at that That's poker my, game? The uh, hard, hard sodas that I have. Greg he likes a, them. Greg was an integral cog in helping get this fucking keg going today. Yeah. He is excited about Summer Shandy. Well. And I've tried to even give him Summer Shandy. He said no. And now he's had enough time to wait. And he's drinking that fucking disgusting syrupy pop soda that you have. I can't help it that. tastes like a Sprite. I'm just going to go on record and say that. Uh-huh. I can't help that I have a better product than <laughs> you do, sir. I'm sorry. Todd, cheers, please. <laughs> yeah. This is This is a rough show. Man, that is sweet. Ooh, wee. Peach whiskey. Oh, man. Peach whiskey. Oh, that. Hey, you know what you Brown can do? Sugar you, right read that, throat. you read that question again. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, so we'll go a little bit quicker this time. Imagine a hypothetical scenario wherein, the split of a second, you're transported back into the past thousands of years ago. You're the only surviving man from the future. You're surrounded by 100 other uncivilized humans who do not have a clue about who you are. But they obey you. You're surrounded by pristine, untouched natural landscapes with an abundant resources. Your cognitive abilities and memory of the future remain intact, but you're not carrying anything from the future. You're just a raw human with some crazy knowledge and ideas. How will you shape your present world with the knowledge that you have from the future? Is your knowledge enough to create a civilization as good as the future? And what all things can you build 
with the human resources that you have. So it's a thought experiment. Call sure. The man from the future. Rich, you can Google time. Can, can, you, can you speak to them? Like, do you have the same language? So this is a thousand years ago. I would assume yeah, not. Probably not. No, no. You, wait, 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 wait. I thought that was in the, what you read. You said that they would listen to me. So that clearly, if they listen to me, they know what I'm saying. And I would assume that they can understand their primitive grunts. Um, I mean, speaking doesn't have to be words, but yeah, they have. Well, ears. however you're communicating, they have ears. They they obey you. We know that, so you must be able to command them to do things, which means hey, yeah, yeah. kind of like a dog, some sort of understanding. Well, well, kind of like a dog. Come on now, you said a dog is smarter than some people. So <laughs> hold on. actually, hold on a second. A thousand. How, what was the time frame again? Clarify question. It's a thousand years ago. One thousand years. One thousand years ago. That's like nine hundred. No, 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 no. Thousands of years. Yeah, I heard thousands. Oh, thousands. Let's see. Yes, thousands thousands is true. So it could be the beginning of time. uh, For wouldn't be the beginning of time. It might have been the beginning of mankind. Prehistoric, primitive man. Like three thousand years. A big difference. I actually believe that they they found human footprints like uh, just recently, like in Arizona or some shit that was like five thousand years old, and Mm -hmm. they said that. All these discoveries keep pushing back our timeline because they don't think that we're supposed to be there. And they're like, "Yep, oh, yep, we found more." Are we going back to like three thousand years? Uh, like, I gotta I'm say, here. I honestly Am did I going not. Back I did not expect that the USA? this would be the sticking point of this question. <laughs> or am I in like some other country? Uh, you have nothing to do with this question, so I don't know. You're, what you're talking about. You're, I, you're right. I'm just you guessing. Yeah, just. You're guessing when I researched if, this. If on my in own. fact I had <laughs> researched this, it, <laughs> this, I've heard the question. This seems to be a minor point to me. So I this mean, this is a huge I, point. I think a thousand I, I or think, two thousand or three thousand years because it's uh, an existential question, okay. sir. Thousands, thousands, and and I know this is a very um, literal podcast, and we need to know a lot of follow up questions. So it's very vague by saying thousands. Is it a hundred thousand years ago? Is it? That's a lot. Of thousands. Two, is it? Is it two thousand years ago? We don't know. It doesn't so, matter. I'm running Canada. So sucks. I will cave somewhere. I will. <laughs> I will answer the question. All right. Thank God. The answer to the question. It is yes. Two hundred and forty BC. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That's still. That's still. That's not prehistoric, man. That's those are still. People who probably are speaking some sort of language that we could. Yep. Yeah, they probably, yeah. depending on where you're at, <laughs> figure out what? that we could figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, they're not. We, cool. They're not communicating by grunts. Can you, so yeah, there you go. Can you read the question <laughs> again? <laughs> Is your intent to pick apart this question sentence by sentence? Yep. Maybe that's the better way to go. So to, I don't know. To, to, to put it into perspective, so we're 240 before Christ, right? Yep. And Tutankhamun was born in 1334 B.C. I think you mean Tutankhamun. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Jack and Tutankhamun. So they were, they were still able to communicate and talk. There you go. But where are we? And I, I mean, I don't speak super ancient Egyptian, so I was just saying, oh, damn it! I was just saying, can we be in the speaking, Mediterranean? If we're not speaking English, we're screwed. 
I have a feeling we'd be killed immediately. Wherever you are. I'm, I'm going up to the biggest guy, and I'm knocking him out right then and there. I'm going to club him to death. It wouldn't be hard. And assert my dominance. Because King Tut was a product of of inbreeding, so he had bad legs. so And he died young, so you could have just... Goddamn rickets. <laughs> Get you every time. But the thing is, is that they would they would mummify birds and cats and things like that if they thought it was an offering to the god, which... A lot of civilizations looked at the sun and thought, oh, my God, if if we don't keep praying to the sun, it's not going to come up in the morning, and it's it's not going to warm us. It's not going to do all these things. So there's a good chance that if they thought you were something very special, that they would just kill you and mummify you and be like, oh, look what I have buried with me. I have a demigod. This guy was from the future and knew all these things, and we just killed him. That's my answer right there. <laughs> Just, just kill me. I, I don't want to deal with it anyway. So, that's that's too easy. Pray to me every day. So I am now the, your god. I love how Corey was the same guy who was going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro in a pair of slides, <laughs> but when you send him back to 240 BC, he's like, "No, just fucking exactly. kill me. To, to form yeah. how a society evolves. So we'll, we're going to break this down a little bit. So okay. even more. <laughs> but we're going to. It's it's a difficult. It's very involved. So we don't say. Todd, you already have an answer. I do. Uh, Captain, follow-up question. Okay. You already have an answer. You don't want to break it down. Todd, what's your answer? Well, you can read it again if you want. <laughs> no, that's okay. You you already know your answer. <laughs> I do. So, I get to, so what I understood now is I'm going back to 240 B.C., and since they will follow and listen to what I say, I'm we've established that I can communicate with them. And so, again, as their leader, I would reinforce a set of laws and values that uh, required uh, common common goals. I think ultimately, I would I would make sure that, that selfish selfishness was the things that was punished, and and things that were done for the community good were were kind of the ways that people lived by. I think the other thing is I would uh, make sure that we didn't uh, pin our future to fossil fuels and tell people to leverage things that would create longevity and. Again, a place where not only uh, humans could thrive, but all the things on the planet could thrive. So I think if you could, if you could kind of set that direction early. When again, I think early man didn't know the damage that some of the things and some of the practices that we would do would do, uh, differ- differentiating people based on uh, how they look and all those sorts of things. You kind of, if you if you create reliance and, and communal thinking, uh, I think that you would have a, a much better uh, world in front of us. Okay. God damn. Uh, ditto. <laughs> what Todd said. That's exactly right. <laughs> so to give you an idea, um, uh, what is uh, 2000, two, 240 B.C.? Uh, what is uh, that states on Google that what has started as an argument over pay owed to soldiers by the Carthaginians uh, government uh, explodes into full-scale revolt known as the Mercenary War. The Libyan forces loyal to the mercenaries besieged the towns of Utica and Hippocrates, uh, which refused to defect the mercenaries, which this apparently happened in 240 B.C. So I'm assuming, like, this is, what, like Roman times kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, early Roman. Yeah. See, like, and if you put in, like, the U.S., though, you got Indians, and you're much more likely to be dealing, like, so the, on with so the, fertile, the fertile land and all that other stuff. You're, you're probably going back to, like, here, this, not... Ancient Rome. So this is this is my question, though. My question would be, the first question of this would be, 
where would you choose to um, appear? I suppose. Where would well, you, you choose your choice? Yeah. If, where would you choose to appear? Like in 240 BC? Uh, probably not the desert. Oh, okay. So, because yeah. I was going to say the desert, but well, but well, um, I mean, the the seat of civilization um, is there. I, I probably would, like Greg said, I would, I would make it in uh, in North America, a climate that I could identify with, that could be hospitable toward me, even um, Northern Europe, probably. And I, I, I like Todd's answer which is a direction that I, you know, it, 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 he obviously gave it a little bit of thought while listening to us burble on. But um, first of all, trying to make sure that the first thing you develop is something that lets people know that it's more valuable to leave you alive than to kill you. And secondly, something that harnesses the power of the elements rather than relying upon, you know, dead animal carcasses um, or oil to, you know, set set mankind on a different path than what we originally were. And so... But, but wait a minute. I thought this question was... Yeah, close circle for... You, I thought the question was where would you... Like, where on the planet would you land? Because I, I have an answer to that, too. But okay. I, I didn't get that in your answer. No, no. I, I was giving you props for your original answer. But if you want to no. say where we could land, go right ahead. So my take on that is I would land where people were bought into the the message that I was the wherever the most popular spot are. I mean, you spend the most time with people who are on board and those people would have uh, other people. So, again, wherever you can drive velocity for those types of thinking, because, again, there's going to be selfish people in in different spaces. So I think I would land. I think it would depend. Well, you got 100 people. Right. We, we need we need to know, Todd. This is not, <laughs> you're not going to do a focus group. This is, yeah. this is where right now, where, where would you go? This is not the like, most, well, I would do a lot of studying. The, and let me. The, so the, the most populous region at that point in time. Okay. So, um, at least I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if you'd want to go there. Middle East, no, ancient, ancient Rome or South America. People, with people uh, listen to me. So before they kill me, my first command will be don't kill me, dumbasses. Okay, that's but, all resolved. But this, okay, so so Todd, I, yeah. I think in, in the most polite way possible, I would seriously consider about where I would go because if I put myself in the middle of Africa, I would probably, you know, in certain areas get eaten alive by cannibals. And in the same sense, I think if you put yourself somewhere, people not well, knowing you may, may, may do something horrible to you. Because again, I'm trying to again. It's 240 based on the question. Yeah, people obey me no matter what. A hundred people do. Okay, so that's yeah. that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Land, the first hundred people I see, and, and, and again, but there was you put a cap on it. So the hundred people I see, the next hundred people we see, those people are all already defaulted to not listening. No, 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 you're, you're, that's, abs that's absolutely fair. I completely forgot about that from the question. You're, you're absolutely right that the hundred people obey you. So you've got this posse. Yeah. Well, and, but is, is that, that's the cap? The question didn't have a cap on that. Hold on. Let, let's, let's assume that you're able to talk to those hundred people 
in, yeah. in communicating, whether it's sign language or you figure out a common, you, you're you able go to, to commun- Egypt and you go to a town of a hundred people. They can't obey you unless they understand you. So let's assume that, exactly. the, that, that, that first, nuance of what I say, that group of a hundred people can understand you. So your job is to make sure that they understand, um, the incredible things that you're going to have to offer them so that they can then evangelize that beyond their borders so that, you know, hundreds of other people who come in going like, what? This total stranger looks tasty. I think we need to kill him and eat him. You're going to talk them out of it, and they're going to help you to do that. Yeah, I mean, taking that into consideration. What's that? It seems like extra constraints were added. No, these are all the the same ones. I think we're getting wrapped around the axle on uh, trying to keep yourself alive. So let's just assume if if every if the people obey me, yeah. How am I? Why do I even have to worry about that? It's as soon if I see somebody that looks threatening, I'm like, hey, actually, now you've prepared me. If this actually happens, I'll be like, hey, motherfuckers, don't kill me ever. Or or you could be like, hey, hundred followers. Go kill that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They could be your uh, execution force, your stormtroopers, if you were. But l- look, the, the question it seems to be more about how, what would you do with the knowledge that you have? Uh, and, to I, sh- and I gave an answer to that. But no, no, you totally did. But now we're back to don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it presupposes that everybody already was, was bought into that from the get-go. Uh, you're a... You're a you're a kind individual, sir, and uh, you're a powerful man, um, handsome man. Uh, let me just assume that no one's going to want to kill you. They're going to either worship you or uh, placate you with loads of um, prehistoric hookers and, and grapes and wine. Good enough? <laughs> Works for me. All right. So, again, then, then we're the, land, the places where you can influence that. Have most influence. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so um, most popular spot. All right, Greg, I know you're just uh, <laughs> just waiting, <laughs> wagging your tail. It's like get the, get, get, shut him off. Mute him. <laughs> Muting myself. Sorry. And Corey, I'm, I'd like to hear from Corey and Greg on that answer beyond I'm, like just kill me because I uh, you guys are survivalists. I mean, to, to go right? to go with Todd, like I would kind of piggyback off of Todd. I mean, you want to do something that's going to be Longevity, however, you can't bring up fossil fuels because you're 2,000 years too soon. Even if you try to ingrain into people, it's still not going to stick. Um, I mean, same thing. You have to try to get as many people on board as, as one can hope for. But, I mean, if you have 100 people, teach them everything that you know as far as you're going to have people who know different things and to get everybody to know what everybody else knows. Where would you go? Where would I go? Yep. So we're talking uh, times of the Roman Empire. We're not talking about cavemen. No, I know. No, I, I know. So you can't be like, this is a bow and arrow. Like <laughs> They're like, yeah, we know. We've got 8 I'm million gonna soldiers. Go, <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere where I could fit in. I'm not, I'm not going to want to stand out in a crowd, Like so a to cave speak. or something like that? Well, I'm not going to, like you said, I'm not going to go to Africa. I'll stick out like a sore thumb. Right. Why like, is that? Yeah, I was gonna say, there are, there are nations of white people in Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Yeah. Well, I don't like South. Not Africa. with beards like that. There are not with this maybe, luscious. Maybe you beard. go. Uh, maybe you go and just hang out with the Vikings. I would get killed by the Vikings <laughs> for some time, but you've got those hundred people around you. Yeah, 
I mean, they're like, oh my god. I would probably go somewhere in Russia, somewhere over that way. Yeah. That's mighty cold, sir. Although you like it cold. That I do. All right. That I do. All right. I think you got your answer. So you would go to Russia. I mean, that's one yeah. of the the questions. So um, what it actually asked was, <laughs> um, you're a raw human with crazy knowledge and ideas. How will you shape your present world with the knowledge you have from the future? And is your knowledge enough to create civilization as good as your future? And what things could you build with the human resources that you have? I would look at take over Russia completely. Just... <laughs> Just take it over. Yeah, take okay. those hundred people and just take over town after town. And so during the Roman Empire and all that, a hundred people is enough to take over Russia. I don't know. I don't know what Russia's like over there. I mean, it takes. Uh, I guess it depends on who you get in good with. Little stabby stab here, little stabby stab there. Wow, a couple people drop. Is this your hundred henchmen doing this? Oh yeah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> So you, <laughs> that's dangerous. So there'd be gen, there'd be genocide <laughs> under your regime, yeah. Basically, no people no. that don't. You're agree not what you, they would call a benevolent ruler. You just kill them. Yeah, you're more, well, of, a, more of a despot. Well, because you you know if if you know anything in history, like if you do, I mean, if you're a history teacher and you go back in time and you have these hundred people, you can be like, oh, I could stop this ex Roman whatever from doing all this bad shit. Mm-hmm. You know, done. There's no more in history. It's pretty mm. inconsequential. Inconsequential. Ins- Sorry, I'm losing it here. Um, no good. Good recovery. I'm trying here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Must be um, that Bud Light seltzer. It's something. It's making me burp. <laughs> I'm trying to. Well, it's not the water. I can tell no, you that. It's not. Um, no, I mean you have to establish. I mean, it, the civilization probably won't go very far. I mean, my skills and survival are. Oh, I can make it three or four days, and then I'm going to need some help after that. But you've got some big ideas from the future that you've brought back. Yeah, but most of our big ideas are revolved around electronics and stuff of that nature. I mean, and you'd, be surprised, you'd be surprised how much basic stuff that you would be ahead of them that you, that's, that you oh, think well, that you forgot. Well, mathematically <laughs> speaking and... You could create fulcrums. You could you could use different materials to for the weapons that they use to conquer other countries. You you could I mean, ultimately like the Roman Empire, they had phalanxes and they had all these tools. You could improve just your basic science knowledge would help them improve, skip forward hundreds of years. Bows and arrows, shit. Use different materials for 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 the for, for the materials. Like yeah, but they but like you, I don't I don't I don't have the knowledge to to make new metals like you're. You're stuck, I think, in the Bronze Age, depending on where you go. Think, you're not going to be able to make steel. Say it again, Todd. You're selling yourself a bit short. I think you're selling yourself a bit short. Ultimately, if at 200 BC, you, st- you know the basics of how things work. You know how electricity works. You know how, again, you know how f- hotter fire will melt things more dense. Yeah, but so I can't make electricity. I can't make a conductor. I can't make any of that Why? because the materials don't exist. So I think you're selling yourself short. I think you know way more than you think. And ultimately, if you really, if you thought about it, you could actually stitch together most of what you, of how you get there. Because all the materials for electricity were on earth during the Roman Empire. (laughs) Yeah, but I physically and mentally don't know how to make those things. Like, I really don't. I don't do electronics at all. Fucking idiot. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. 
What about your knowledge of astronomy that didn't exist back then? <laughs> yes, it Greg, did exist back Greg, then. Greg, yes, tell us about yeah. your knowledge of astronomy, please. Yeah. Listen, I can deal with them for washboards, and that's it. I have an easier example. Your knowledge of actually keeping food clean and cold would say it would make people live about 50 years longer. But you have no refrigeration. You, 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 you could, again, you, you know some different methods. You know that, you, hey, why don't we use salt to... They to were doing that back you, then. You could, you still know, whatever the leap forward, and because again, when people settled America, food was the number one killer of people moving here. So you know enough about basic hygiene and all the things that cause people to get killed to actually move society ahead hundreds of years, if not thousands. So, of years. so I say this then. So the one, the one big thing would be would be maybe not my knowledge of medicine, but to allow people to explore the way the human body functions because it was a crime. Oh like, yeah. Because if you look back in like the Renaissance age with. Uh, some of those guys in like the 14, 15, 1600s, the church didn't allow you to dissect the body. Like, yep. right. It was all considered magic. You could, set, you could set all that right, and you have the basic knowledge, even if for the things you don't know, to push them forward. See, but then you'd have to get rid of Jesus. You'd have to get rid of the whole... Now you're before Jesus. I know, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to set it in motion, but then they still have their own sets of beliefs. And if... Well. Again, if, if being that we, other than the fact you guys capped it at 100 people or 800 people, <laughs> if I find the fruition, I would, we wouldn't need Jesus, maybe. <laughs> we this took a dark turn, <laughs> but I do like I do like the confidence in you, Greg, that Todd has. It's an un, it's a sort of a more forthright and true unbending unyielding. I mean, confidence. I know my limits on things, and I know I don't, Todd. For a long, long time. Yeah. Todd doesn't think I could do any of the shit that he just said you could do. There are things that we know right now just that are they're tucked away. You, don't even, you wouldn't list them on a list of things you know because they're just so ingrained in you, right? You don't put your hand in fucking fire. You don't. You don't <laughs> I think they know not to put their hand in fire. Yeah, that's like cavemen days. Gasly to the earth. <laughs> so to to put it to put it into perspective, in two forty in two forty BC, Archimedes discovered the value of pi. Um, so I don't think we're going to be telling him anything that he maybe doesn't know, and showing him fire probably is not going to go over very well because he's going to be like, "You're a fucking moron." Um, he discovered it, but how did he apply it? What did, what did it? What did he applied it, it, what did it to it fi- finding the value of the circle, which uh, I'm assuming in math terms was a huge leap. Um, I mean, pi confounds people even to this date, you know. Um, so, but you use things to take advantage of that tech, of that knowledge. Yeah, no, I under, I understand both sides of it. I'm just putting into perspective that this we're not talking about prehistoric man. We're talking about free thinkers, and uh, but yeah, I completely agree with you, Todd. That there are things that Greg's not even considering uh, reputable things that he knows that could really just change things jesus greg but okay consider these things so so moving along from that um i think that i I really don't know where i would go um being the kind of person that i am i'd probably want to go somewhere and what we now know as the u.s um it would be nice to be in a civilization like rome or something like that um but i think 
to be the most influential, you have to be somewhere like that. So I'm going to say somewhere like Rome. And I think that the big thing that I would change uh, would be to introduce, like, the culturing of penicillium mold to create antibiotics. Uh, because it's relatively something simple that you can culture it yourself and by consuming it, um, you know, in certain certain quantities and doses, you can stave off infection. And I think that's a huge thing that killed people for years and years and years and years. That's all. All right. <laughs> all right, Corey, how about you? <clears throat> um, I'm going to get real deep here. I would die. He already said that. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm not allowed to answer with no, that. No, you're not so. allowed to die. Okay, uh, put me anywhere in the world, and I, that, that I don't care about. Um, I'll teach him that butt play isn't that bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That'll, when you say that bad, quantify that. <laughs> you can get ahead of the pain. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the more you nudge her towards it, she's most likely going to do it, so. <laughs> you didn't. This dictated freaking. Uh, this just took a dark turn. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. down a dark hole. Yeah. Well, yeah hey, there you go. <laughs> Toward an uncertain end. Well, That's fair play. Danielle, Danielle, what, just, wedding just come on. up in less than sixty days, everybody. Dan- Danielle, hear me out. Yeah. Just be honest with them. They're your <laughs> friends. They'll accept you no matter what, Corey. Yeah. yeah but how do I even bring it up? Just, just. Go somewhere with the podcast, just just like they're talking about something like completely different. Yeah, and then just talk about butt play, and and they're not going to know what to say. Corey's going to walk up it's, that front. It's steps. all on record. Shingling, like the door. Hey, babe, I'm home. Hey, how'd it go? Pretty good. I think I made a little progress in the butt play. Talking Got about the Roman know. Empire making fire. <laughs> Got that butt like play that. door open. Yep. Got it open. Fantastic. <laughs> Only sixty days left to the wedding. Hey. hey. Score. Hey, guys, remember what we were talking about earlier tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully this is a one-step conversation. It's a one-and-done conversation, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how the night goes. All right. (laughs) Hey, peeps, I have have a favor to ask, uh, fellow co-hosts. I'd like to have a small breach in etiquette. Okay. I will allow it. Denied. Um, knowing nothing about it, I'm going to, based on your character, allow it. Thank you. So while we were at break, I was sitting and thinking, and now that I have all the nuances in front of me, I'm changing my uh, existential question answer. Because ultimately, there's a, uh, this communal, so, this communal uh, environment that I thought to create, that's already long past, and we've already kind of, Started down the path we're on the on the path to. So, in very short order, my uh, my new thing that I would do, my new answer to the existential question of the week is this: I would make right out of the gate the all the people that I can influence and that will listen to me. All people are created equal. I was Period. waiting. I was kind of hoping that would be your first answer. I'm not going to lie. Yep. Yep. I you now know that, be, now that it came to me because because when parents, Todd Todd when we talked about before um, about how you wanted to live next to every racist and, and yell at them. <laughs> um, so I'm like, you know, this is this is something you feel passionate about, and 
Racism. Right, rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> so, I mean, that would have been a great thing. And I was, I was blown away that you weren't like, okay, I need to educate people on how this is not the way it goes. And eventually we're all created equal. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> eventually. Yeah, that's what I was say, because remember, the way the question was phrased, we didn't have it. Originally, we didn't have a starting point in time. And then we kind of scrambled once we got that 240 BC thing. So, again, after I thought about it, that was my number one thing. The number two thing is uh, uh, they're just justice, equal rights, and justice are key, are paramount. That is the thing that society pivots on. And then the, my last bit is this uh, all lies that cause more pain than a pinch and more damage than a dollar are punishable by, punishable by jail time uh, on a sliding scale. So depending upon the damage that you cause, pain, in both physical, emotional, uh, and in, in real monetary damage on a sliding scale, uh, any lies, that, and for adults, again, I know kids are going to tell lies. So 18, you get all the little baby lies out of the system, but any lies that do damage or harm or, or hurt people uh, are punishable by jail time. I think then we'll have a much better place in the world. So I will say this, uh, since you said pivot, um, and you also were uh, upset with the questions. In the words of Ross, don't blame the question, Todd. Don't blame the question. No blame. I just had a second to stew on it, and that's my new answer. That's your new answer. So you're going to live in a dictatorship where uh, if you find out someone's lying about anything, that you're going to give them jail time. Uh, not a dictatorship at all. At the end of the day, people, it, it, most of the, a, a lie that's proven, and we're all going to be, we're, we're all, we're justice and peace. There's no dictatorship. So you're saying that people are going to fabricate that a lie is, something that's true is a lie? Well, I mean, like if like someone, so what are the, what's the criteria? So it has to be um, a lie that negatively affects someone or a if lie that. It hurts more than a pinch. And, it, and, it, and if it hurts you more than a pinch and it financially damages more than a dollar. There's a there's a real penalty to be paid, so that should we should think twice before we lie to one another. I don't think that would work. They were cutting people's hands off back then. They still stole stuff. That, that is true. Um, <laughs> Again, people listen to me, so I've set the direction at my point back in time. I yeah, think you've you're got, right. That was I changed the rule of the day and reset it. I, but I I have a sneaking suspicion that someone like Julius Caesar probably has more than a hundred people that follow him. Um. And we only well, have a crazy question if I can't help to win based on my influence that I'm going back for uh, to 240 BC to be able to influence and change the world. But we don't know. So then again, we don't know where you were. Where did you initially say you were? The seat of influence, wherever the most. No, you can't say wherever. You can't say wherever. You have to. You have to pin something. It's like Corey being like, I would just die. The most popular spot in 240, 240 BC. So you'd probably be somewhere along the lines of where Southern Europe, yeah, that I was talking about, like the yeah. the Roman Empire. Yeah. You, that. You are, exactly, the most popular spot is ruling the world and setting the direction for the world. But you've only got a hundred people. But so again, we all have a hundred people with the things that we've set forth to deliver, and if we we all have the same chance of succeeding. I mean, I don't think that's I, true. I, he started out with a hundred people. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's true. If we have the same chance of succeeding, because if I have a hundred people and I'm out in the middle of the plains of what we now know as Wyoming, uh, I'm probably going to be a lot safer 
than if you had 100 people in the middle of Rome when Caesar was in charge, and you're like, this is what I want to do. And they're like, yeah, just we're just going to kill so you I all. Don't, I don't know if it goes. I, I think this is where the, setting the 100 people limit breaks the paradigm because at the end of the day, given that, then you're, you're taking on our own, the, the weaknesses and the biases and, again, our, our bloodlust today and putting it back there. I'm like, if I had a chance back then to fix it, I imagine that I can, if I can tell, if people will do what I say, I can tell everybody in the time, this is the laws that we live by. Every person, regardless of, of gender, every person is equal, period. So, so and, there, and there'll be justice for every crime committed. And if you lie in the either execution said crime or whatever, depending upon the severity of it and how much damage it causes, you'll be punished You'll be you'll be punished in the in the in the heart in the harshest way, and it's a sliding scale. I didn't say it was all equal, but I'm just saying I think that you if we if we if we go back in time to 240 BC, thinking that we have the same human natures, that the fact that we aren't we, we we don't trust each other, that we that there are factions of us who are leftist or rightist. If we go back with that, then yeah, then we'll be then there's, you're right. A hundred people is not going to do it. Even a thousand people is not going to do it. Right. But if we go back. The notion based on what I heard the question to say that I could impact time because people would listen to me and that's every people. We are all equal. If you commit a crime, there will be justice, no matter who you are, no matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, you will get justice for crimes committed against you and people who lie and the, and the spread of that lie will be punished on a sliding scale. So it could be whatever. I mean, ultimately a punishment that, that deters selfishness, bigotry, and the things that freaking afflict our world today. And by the way, even on that on that same trajectory, even we might we would use fossil fuels and all those other things would be solved by the fact that we would say, hey, we need to actually slow our dependence on this. We need to not build 100% of our infrastructure on fossil-based fuels and start using other alternative fuel bases. Again, you can, again, we we aren't going to make this world live for forever. But given the fact that we have the knowledge to know that if we do the exact same thing again. We know what the outcome is. And I think those three simple changes, and I didn't make this want to go this more than two, two minutes, but I think those simple changes, if you don't presuppose that the human condition is exactly the same today, it will be the same to, as it is today back then. I, I think your head's in the right place, um, 100%. But you are also only having 100 people. You can go to Australia <laughs> a, a bear, no, because the, the thing there's, said yeah, there's is, no one, yeah. it's, it's, just in, <laughs> in my last, uh, last comment, read the question as it right. was originally written and, and, and presented to us. Okay. I'll read it again. No, no, please. You don't have to read it again. Do you? Hey, so hang on though. All, right. All I'm saying is, yeah, go ahead, Corey. Is, are, are we staying with a, a following of 100 people or are we talking that your community and your followers are going to grow Throughout You're time basically and throughout starting life. a new civilization with right. 100 people. Okay, so but yeah. but it's going to continue. It's going to continually grow, correct? We don't know. I don't know. It could read the question because you guys put we, we put 100 in there. Uh, no, no, it was in the question. No, it's in the question. 100. You have 100 people that will uh, that you can communicate with and will follow whatever you say, basically. And I have a feeling during the time of the Roman Empire, uh, nobody's going to even at a glance at a hundred people that are talking crazy uh, as, as they, crazy. as they assume that, you know, their interpretation of what crazy is. Um, and we were far, 
far more broken at 200, 240 BC than I thought. If if a hundred oh. people couldn't convince people just that all people are equal and I mean justice should be justice for crimes committed and lying is bad. That's a that's a sad bar that we couldn't make in two forty BC. I'm surprised we made it this long. Well, and and that's that's what I guess that's kind of what I what I'm questioning is because yeah, yeah that ideally yeah justice for all and justice for everything for every injustice would be perfect and I believe that's kind of what the U.S. was originally based on and, and what the thought was that and that's why I ask if there was going to be more people that were going to be under your your regime because the more and more people you get, the harder and harder that's going to be to do no matter what society or no matter what uh, day and age you're in. The more people that are that are under you, it's going to be harder and harder to make that justice for all be, be a true thing. So yeah, with 100 people, yes, you can definitely do that. Once you get to 1,000, 2,000 though, it's going to be very, very hard to keep up to that, that bar you set for yourself. So to, to put it in perspective, let's, let's be very clear. And I... I, of all people, want Todd's vision to succeed. Uh, we just we just lost Todd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Apparently, Caesar is really pissed. I no longer want his vision to succeed. No, I, I, I hope he didn't just end the call because of what I just. Said. Uh, <laughs> He's I like, I'm know. done. Yeah, <laughs> done with you, motherfuckers. How, how about now, circling back to TT's TikToks? Yeah, I guess we can do that now. I'm glad that Corey gave it his grudging approval. And I was actually working on the theme song for this today. Oh, can, thank can you, we Todd. Hear, can we hear a little, uh, just a little taste of it? Todd? No, no, not until it's ready. <sighs> it's, I'm still organizing. It's, it's, but I got, I got all my sounds down. All right. Yeah. Not until it's ready. So the the first up. Hold on, Todd. Yeah. Bef- while you're crafting that, since you're not done yet, is there any way you can work in the word butt play into that theme song? <laughs> just a... I'll, I'll get that on there. Excellent. Thank you, sir. So first up was by uh, by request uh, from a <laughs> avid listener. And here we go. Man, that's a good one. Wow. 
that was uh, that was a request by Mr. Todd Dillon. I feel like Lori's had weeks like that in school. <laughs> Some un- unforgiving weeks as a teacher. <laughs> All right, got two more real quick ones for you. All right. Here we go. Out of all races, what would you say is your least favorite race? Listen, as a true Southern white male, my my parents believe this. My grandparents definitely believe this. The worst race has to be the 43rd annual Daytona 500, February 18th, 2001. Turn four, last lap. The day NASCAR died, the race that took Dale Earnhardt from us. <laughs> Saw that one coming. I, I, yeah, yeah. I thought he... Uh, he underscore Keegan, Keegan underscore 864 on TikTok. I thought he played that one pretty well. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, we have uh, Mr. Coach Kent Murphy. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you like old Kent here, you probably summer up in little kids' games so you can earn some extra cheese dog money. Now, it's important to learn how to effectively call a game. Otherwise, you're just going to be out here fighting parents all night long because they can't understand that their kid just sucks at baseball <laughs> and most likely life. So let's go ahead and break Thanks. this down from a fundamental standpoint. Now, there's a lot to know about up and home plate, but we're going to focus on the three main things. Number one, close plays at the plate. Number two, ejections. And number three, proper ring-up techniques. <laughs> so let's go ahead and start with close plays at the plate. What you want to do is get yourself out here in position like this. Ball comes in, you got the play right here. First thing you're going to do is tell the catcher, say, show me the ball, show me the ball. And he's going to hold it up and be like, hey, man, I do have it. Is he out? And then that's when you just be like, safe. Every time, <laughs> see how quick I did that? like I'm trying to throat jab two people at once. <laughs> that call's always safe. Don't matter if he has a ball or not. You got to dick the catcher's mind under there. Plus, it pretty much guarantees you're going to be able to fight the coach, which is fun as hell. <laughs> and that brings me to the next thing, ejections. Now, the ejection move is easy. It's just like this. See you later, <laughs> shithead. Uh, but what most people miss while they're back here is who to eject. Typically, I eject both coaches by the third inning because I don't take no shit from nobody. <laughs> <laughs> We never got to the ring-up technique. At all, for the most part. But he had me he had me giggled uh, two times hard in there. So he, he scored a point. You'll learn to love Coach Kent Murphy, sir. I know I do. We never, we never got to the ring-up technique, dude. I, I don't know why he cut, he cut the video short, but. That was solid. Son of a bitch. There's probably a part two. Find it for next week, Corey. Will do. I got to know what it is. All Will right, do. ladies and gentlemen, drink them if you got them, pour them if you got them. We going to do a shot. We going to do a what? We going to do a shot. That's right. We got some good old-fashioned down-home whiskey. Why'd you feel a need to feed into that? And Corey, uh Because this Will, is a yes-and podcast, Corey. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. You got yourself some uh, watermelon-flavored water over there, so... Won't you just raise it up like it's a real libation, and we're going to do this together. We're going to do this together, Corey. Come on now. My God. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers, Todd. Ooh-wee. That gets sugarier and sugarier. Ooh. Woo. 
Like you're licking between the labias of a peach. Wow. That's quite descriptive. Peaches have labias? <laughs> if you cut it right. <laughs> Got to get them when they're ripe, Todd. Come on now. Here we go. Let's uh, let's do a shot before we get into the next segment. Todd, you got one? I got one. Ladies and gentlemen, here's to you and to Peach, peach Whiskey. Roger. Machu Picchu. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. You get those shivers? Because I'm just shaking those shivers off because I've done like five. So. They got me right about here. Yeah. Yeah. It's the good stuff. Is, is that the, uh, the. It's stopping. It's stopping. Is Corey, is that the syrup of a fruit cup? <laughs> <laughs> work it face. down. Work it down. Dude, so no. Greg, I think I think you know where he wants you to work it down to from what he said earlier. Keep going. So, keep going. Butt play isn't that bad, Greg. Oh, man. All right, let's do a little gentleman's agreement. Oh, it's the MF and gentleman's agreement. Oh. Done. Okay. So. What the fuck? Just to get, just to get it out of the way. Nick had to watch Heartworn Highways this week, but uh, he and I worked very hard to try to get him access to it. And for whatever reason, I, it's a Showtime thing. I bought a Showtime subscription under Apple TV, gave him my Apple TV ID, and it won't let him watch it. I don't know why. Oh, but Apple's was, on to you guys, huh? And it was so, uh, <laughs> it, it was far enough along in the evening where there's no way he couldn't even watch the alternate I gave him. So we're just going to fucking. Uh, Forgo that for now. You and I will try to work it out on the side if we even get time. This is like week but two, actually. In the, in the, I, feel, I feel horrible. In but the me- yeah. No, no, there's nothing you got to feel horrible about. So I'm going to just make a note here. I'm going to give you, and I'm going to go on a limb and assume that you haven't seen this, an alternate, the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, so he had texted me. Um, we So last week, um, you know, I, I basically have one day within a, a two-hour window uh, when I come home and I can actually watch something. And I wasn't able to last week, as I, I said on the podcast. And then mm-hmm. this week, uh, Bob was so kind to say, hey, look, I'll give you my login. And it's a little bit more involved than that. It's not just my login. Uh, I'm going to give you my information, but it's going to require me to actually give you like a code that you have to put in. So it's not something that you can just watch on your leisure. Like you have to communicate with me back and forth to put in this code. Okay. So got home. Uh, very fun question. Very, excuse me, very, very <laughs> late at night. Which one's his mic? Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and I tried all different avenues and I, I couldn't figure it out. And uh, it was just the sign of the times, the night uh, I had to go to bed. And I woke up in the morning and he said, well, watch Shawshank. And with, you know, you ele- haven't seen it, right? No. I mean, right. with so 11 hours a day, I, there's no question. way. For, for next week, <laughs> just watch that one. And then we'll be good. Yeah. yeah so, so if we highways. cannot figure out heartworn highways, there's a hundred percent I will be watching that. Hundred percent plan on watching Shawshank. Yeah, absolutely. If we have time, we'll work. On if I can, things. I'll watch both. I mean, I really will. <laughs> Clarifying question, Todd. Yeah, come Go on, ahead, dude. What yeah. the fuck? Did he give you the key to his chastity belt too? <laughs> That's a that's a lock. I don't. Corey, want you had to watch <laughs> second, Dark Skies. <laughs> second, second clarifying question. <laughs> Mike can't fucking buy Showtime. God damn it, Mike! <laughs> okay, just tell it. Just tell him, Mike. Subscribe one month. But let me let me explain something to you. Mike's a wonderful person, and he's very generous, which you'll see from all the food upstairs. But he hates Showtime. 
He no, yeah. no. He wants to smoke. He wants to smoke a lot of cigarettes, drink a lot of wine, and have lots of conversation. And that's not conducive well, to then a good order a video. Pizza. That's not okay. a, oh, I've I've done that a million. I've done that a, a fucking million times. Give yourself the throwback. Go, throwback go, to go, last go, week. Throwback to last week. Send well him, done, send sir. Her that chick. He doesn't get up. I gotta go talk to her. Well, just go to the bathroom. When you I, know the pizza is there, I say run we to the up, bathroom. We upgrade. She's up, now upgrade calling to, my phone. You don't understand. <laughs> we upgrade Greg to very special guests. Because, <laughs> God damn it. That was brilliant. Yeah, you she's calling my phone. She'd be like, All right. hey, I noticed you're in the bathroom and you sent your uncle over here. Can you come over to the door for a second? <laughs> Moving on. Corey, you had to watch, watch Dark Skies. Yeah, dark Skies from Greg. Um, so, I went on a limb here. You, you, you went on a limb and uh, it was a, a, a shaky limb at that. Uh <laughs> Yeah, man, it was it was a rough watch. It, it it was basically a quiet place with noise. <laughs> so it was a place. It was it was a place. It was a place that was a place invaded yeah. by aliens, and uh, the the alien. It's it's your typical kind of Hollywood depiction of of an alien, uh, from what you can see for the most part. Says the man who hates science fiction. Well, yeah, I've been forced to watch enough of them by now. So, um, but in 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 the end, it, a kid ends up getting abducted, and they they have another kid, and it looks like that kid's going to get abducted. They basically set themselves up for a sequel that clearly never happened. So, I, I, mean, I went by subject matter. That's all I was doing. And and no, and it, again, it wasn't terrible. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was terrible. You hated it. No, no, I no, I didn't hate it. It was just it, it was it was rough. I, I've I've definitely seen That's better your movies. Typical, typical Hollywood alien abduction. Yeah, I will say like, the uh, the main the uh, the mother the the main female in the in the movie. Luckily, she walks around a lot in a tank top with no bra on, so that made it okay uh, a little bit. But past that, yeah, I mean it, for for that genre. If you're into it, I mean, definitely check it out. Um, but I have a new segment idea. What's that? TT waffles. <laughs> All right. I waffle. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it wasn't terrible, but uh, not it not the greatest. Yep, <laughs> it wasn't very good. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> All right, Todd, you had to watch the yes, li- the limey from me. Yes. Well, you assigned that to me. I did. So this is a tough one, Bob. So I'm, I'm going to give it a try. Sure unless you didn't watch it. Well, I, no, I watched it. Okay. I watched it. And normally I give solid grades. This is a slippery slope C-. Uh, so my 30-second synopsis is father realizes that his daughter married him, and he's a piece of shit. Okay. So that premise is actually good, and I, I think that they should, you should make movies about that. My my knock on the movie is it's almost again. What you, what's the guy's name? Terrence Stamp. Terrence. Terrence. It's pronounced Tarantino. Terrence Stamp. No. <laughs> Terrence Stamp is. I like him. He's a good actor for the most part. This I think this would be. I would consider it one of his B or C movies uh in that he's just like a 60 plus year old badass and I, and again i i i get sucked into 
what's the movies with uh, Liam Neeson? The taken. taken. I get I get I get sucked into those things, but he's older than Liam. He's all rickety, and then they freaking he freaking takes a beating from three younger men. And then gets up, dusts himself off, and walks back in, and then shoots up everybody without anybody being able to overpower this 60-plus-year-old man. Plus, whoever directed this thing, having him walk in front of the building where this showdown all happens 17 times for no apparent reason, either you're lengthening the movie or you're going for some other director's artistic profile, this was a slippery slope C-. minus. I would never, ever recommend it to anybody, but because... Good guys did good things. I mean, dude's daughter uh, got murdered, and he avenged it. Uh, but, again, I think poor acting. Uh, poor acting. I mean, I, wow. Yeah, dude, when he beat up the, 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 the dude's one old fat dude security at his house when he threw a party. And, oh, yeah, I'm a Beverly Hills bigwig with, a, with the best house on the mountain, and any old schmo can roll up in a Ford Taurus and walk into my shit? No. No, I cannot suspend it. Leave it on. And that's that's the hottest dude of the day for that movie, with all the teeth and gums. Fuck that, Bob. I can't. Oh. I couldn't spend this plea. It's a slippery slope. C minus. I mean, I didn't hate it. But I wouldn't recommend it to my mama. All right. Or, all right. Or fair, Dave, Dave Martula. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> all right, Greg. You had to watch the dropout. I'm not, I can't remember from whom. Um, I do believe I got that There's from Todd. He did. Okay. He did. So I ended up watching about three episodes. I just finished episode three the other day. I'm the other go, day. I'm going to go C minus. Oh, um, how's that feel, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Take that C minus, Todd. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's, it's solely based off of not being interested in the content, I guess. Oh, boring content. Um, Go on. People killing people. Well, they're not killing people. Greed. Well, killing? it's greed. They're not killing. Killing um, people. <laughs> so this young lady is going to college. Drops out of college. Decides to open up her own business. Start her own business. I should say. Off of falsehoods, and doing everything that she set off not to do. I just, I just couldn't get into it. And the pharmaceutical industry, the medical industry, I should say, testing blood. I don't know. I just couldn't. I was trying to watch it, and just like I just can't. Sounds like get you assigned something shitty, and you couldn't get into it. I couldn't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's fair. I tried. I stepped on a limb with Greg because I essentially assigned a documentary that was kind of dramatized. And so I feel good that I got to see my son. I know where I know where I fit in with uh, with Greg. We're, on this, we're, we're getting Good luck, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> jingle, jingle! It is for Greg. Yes, uh, you're on your way. Reprogramming. Yep, you are on your way to reprogramming, my friend. All right, sir. Well done. Uh, I had to watch too too funny to fail uh, from Corey. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, this is a documentary about the Dana Carvey show, which was a short-lived variety show, I guess for better, like the better funny. term. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this documentary had a ton of inter- had a ton of interviews with uh, people who were uh, stars of the show, 
along with Dana Carvey, uh, producers and writers of the show, and they talked about, you know, how the show came together, um, how they assembled the the team of actors and the creative people, and then how it ultimately came to be canceled. And uh, I love the show. This is a I, I actually watched it while it was on air, um, and uh, you know my my favorite sketch was the the waiters who are. Uh, nauseated by food with uh, Steve Carell and <laughs> yes. and uh, Stephen Colbert. Uh, and if you've never seen it, look for it on YouTube and you'll find it. But it's it's pretty fucking sublime. And and my whole my whole take on this whole documentary is that they were just uh, ahead of their time. They had now this was a so Robert Smigel was like one of the producers on it, and he came from Saturday Night Live. He was one of the really talented writers of Saturday Night Live, a guy who's, like, genuinely fucking really funny. Um, Writes on a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's done a ton of shit. Uh, Louis C.K. was involved, and think about, whatever you think about Louis C.K., um, you know, obviously this was this was pre, this was a long time ago, pre, um, you know, Me Too shit with Louis C.K., but Louis C.K.'s got an offbeat sense of humor, and uh, really kind of helped to push the show in that, dark area that probably at the end of the day got him canceled but he was given license to do what he wanted to do um so i i i I loved it i thought it was great um you know it's it's the it's the typical shit today like uh if there's something online that you agree with uh, it's it's very favorable you know if if i hated the show and you maybe watch it it would have been a lot harder to a documentary to watch but luckily in this case you know i i love the show when it was on the air and that's so. I, I figured that it was that was kind of your thing that yeah you know so it, that's why definitely why i signed it to you because i i knew i knew you'd also have a more of an insight into the the entire show itself yeah um so yeah that's that's i i figured the, the problem with that show was that they didn't quite know what they wanted to be and Dana Carvey had been such a hit on Saturday Night Live that they gave him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted. And so he would work with the producers and come up with, like, every episode was titled something different. And it was a, it was an, uh, it was a fake sponsorship of that episode. Like, it would be the, this week it's the Dana Carvey Taco Bell sponsored episode. You know, and every week was something, something different. And clearly they did not sponsor them in any way. But they all thought that was hilarious. But I feel like they were ahead of their time in a lot of different areas, and the joke just didn't land with with the audience, and therefore they got canceled. So, unfortunately, yeah, definitely check it out if you uh, if you're looking for something to watch. All right, so uh, new assignments for this week, uh, Nick. I'm just gonna focus on having you watch the thing. Yep, yeah, makes perfect sense. So yeah, uh, so uh, I have Corey. Corey has Greg. Todd has me, and Greg has Todd. Everybody good? I think so. Okay. Um, I'm going to go first because I already have. So, so the one that I've been trying to get Nick to watch, Heartworn Highways, is something that's been on my watch list for him for a very, very long time. And it's the one I've been trying to – I've literally been waiting for – over a year and a half for this thing to be available where it could be watched anywhere. And I finally got it. I watched it because I had a seriously aggressive conversation with Lori about, can I assign this 
to Nick, even though I haven't seen it, even though I know it's something I think he would like. And clearly she was like, no, that's against the fucking rules. You got to yeah. watch it. Yep. So I finally was able to watch it. And so, which is why this whole shit with getting him access to watch it has been so frustrating. Likewise, the thing that's been on your list the longest is this one. Uh, and it's called, and I, and I actually was able to watch it in the last month. Nope, seen it. Called, he's, I know he fucking hasn't <laughs> seen it. It's called Bloody Nose, Empty Pockets. I have seen that. You have not seen that. But it's a documentary, so it's How right. How sure are you? Tell me what it's about. It's about someone with a bloody nose. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so you're going to love it because it's a documentary. Um, you said, what's the name? Bloody Nose, comma, Empty Pockets. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So that takes us to, um, while you're typing that down, Greg, um, you had Todd. Have you seen Reacher? Yep. Is that the new series with yeah. the really big guy? Have <clears throat> oh, you seen that, Todd? I have. I'm watching it right now. Oh, boy. Damn. I just, actually, I just finished the first season. There's only Wait, one there's season. more than one season? No, that's it. Just the one season. Oh, okay. Have <sighs> you seen Jack Reacher? <laughs> I don't know if he wants to assign that. <laughs> I do not Todd, you got, that. Todd, you got me. Anything you want to Yeah, yeah. Throw my so, own? actually... I'm, and I don't know. Well, actually, no. Have you seen Dope Sick? I have not. In fact, Lori, Lori will pick, love man. Lori will love you because that is. She's been trying to get me to watch that for months and months. So no, I got it. I haven't seen it. You will love it. <clears throat> That's a bold statement, sir. Uh, I know. C minus. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you got Greg. Greg, you have. Uh, where did it go? Holy heist. Let down. Don't get that confused. I gave you I, the last time was heist. This is holy heist. Jesus. Now there's a nun in it. Exactly. <laughs> it's, you're not too far off. Yeah. Todd, right. have you seen Brightburn? Did we talk about that? I think that I have. Uh, give me. Well, I think that I have. Okay, I can't uh, tell you. I can't tell you off the top of my head what it's about, but uh, it, it sounds familiar. I know. I think I gave it to Bob. You did. You did. You gave it to me. Uh, beginning of March. Yeah. I'm sure, Todd. You recall my scintillating interview with uh, no. with Greg about that. Is that an interview? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, wow. we, uh, yeah. It's a review. Why the? It's no, no. Funny. It was an interview. Why? Why the <laughs> fuck did you assign this to me? Why should I care about this? <laughs> All right, here right. we we'll go. Uh, green Zone. All right, it's on Hulu. Got it. Got it as well. Green Zone. Okay. All right. Um, Corey, you sent me some shit that was like our timing um, not too long ago, but I think uh, we can do maybe 10 minutes of lightning round and then wrap it up with the pick of the week. That's fine. We're at okay. one, 124. 124, we got plenty of time. All right, uh, everybody, uh, lightning round. This is uh, generally short questions, nothing like the long existential question that we dealt with earlier today, but this is, uh, I'm just going to pose this to the group. I resent that. I'm going to pose this to the group. Why do you resent that? It's a great question. Because he's short. <laughs> I'm very <In> short. 
Okay, to the group. Uh, if you were able, if you were given the opportunity to fly into space, given today's technology, would you take it? Yes. Yes, please. <sighs> Any nose in this crowd? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, even with today's technology, I. Oof, that's a big. It won't hurt, it won't hurt Corey. I know. Well, I mean, it, it it won't hurt if you disintegrate re-entering the atmosphere. But all scenarios are pain-free. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that, that's still a huge, huge risk. We're talking about unless you have a heart attack. Unless you have a heart attack when the thing picks up. But I mean, shit. If you fall from space, if you fall from the sky, or it explodes on the pad, uh, instantaneous. Hang on here. Clarifying question, I guess. Uh, am I am I buckled in during these heights? You buckled in. Yeah, like am I stuck in a no, seat? You're, you're flying around yes. inside the capsule. Okay, yes. Just yeah, to you. maybe I would. What? I, okay, just continue because I can't even. I can't even. Count why? On this. Why not? Who the? F- what fucking space flight or imitation of a space flight have you seen in like the I'm not fucking so- in the fucking cinema? Exactly. Have they just been like roaming around the capsule while it's flying out? When, when did I ever say when How it was? How many take- G's is going on there? So they're just fl- that was that was the thing that broke when, you. You're when, like, wait a second, I get a seatbelt. Yes, when, I'll when, do it now. Again, when did I say it was during takeoff? At any point in time, so so all the time you're going to be in this seat. You're never going to get up at that height. Yeah, height. There's no gravity. Hey, it's it's my choice, buddy. <laughs> it's my choice. His answer. His answer is yes. He would take it. I, I feel. Yes. I, I feel like for for Corey's zero. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I, I, Corey. I feel like. I get it. You know, you're you're at the second story building. Your legs turn to jello because that's, that's exactly. You. I, get, I, I understand that. I'm being humorous I about under, the situation. I understand that, but you love to swim. Why? Because someone like yourself doesn't normally float around with such fucking grace. So in space, backhanded compliment. I guess. <laughs> no, no, there's no compliment yeah, there. 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 was not a guy. That was just a, that's not what you backhanded. So. Oh. Manner of portly little motherfuckers float around. <laughs> I mean, I never, I never said that. Oh, now that was not a compliment. But no, not what, at all. what I'm saying is, <laughs> sure, if if you were to be able to communicate with the manatee and say, "Hey, would you want to walk around outside of water?" They'd probably not want to. What the fuck? But <laughs> next question. But in the water, they're graceful as fuck. So in space, I I feel like you'd be very graceful, and you you'd very much love it. I think I'm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I might be more graceful here. I can I can see really it's fucking going off the rails. So quickly. I can see really fucking some shit up in space. I can see fucking. I I can't fucking stop. I can't fucking stop. Someone stop, dude! Yeah, I can't fucking it, stop. Where's my seatbelt? Uh, <laughs> grab onto a random hose, pull it out of the wall. Who knows what's going to happen? He's going into the south. Be like a kid oh, around the pool. I don't understand. Hold on to the edge. Of the where? Yeah. Is, where is he going? He's he'll stop. He's going into the south chamber of the vessel. He's he's fine. Uh, I'll be fine. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I'm just going to hit my head or something because I, I just keep going. I keep. There's no fucking friction. Exactly. <laughs> Don't grab the hose, though. So maybe <laughs> perhaps a tether. Maybe if you're on a tether. Maybe not, like, strapped into a seat, but, like, a tether where you know. Right, a surfboard. So, like so, a surfboard okay, tether. So yeah. seat, seat belt strapped in on, on 
takeoff. Yeah, obviously. And then no one mentioned what, takeoff, though, so don't say that. Well, now I'm mentioning it. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> once we get into space, yeah. yes, tether. Okay, so I don't want to float, dude. I don't that that would like an overprotective that would, that, parent with their child. Wouldn't wouldn't that be a one of the worst deaths you could ever experience? Would be float slowly floating off into space. But you're, you're not, not floating, in space, so you're in the you're ship. You're in a spaceship. But you can, a seatbelt's not going to do any good. A seatbelt's not like you're, an you're, 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 like yeah, a, Hold on, you're like not going to you're not going to get a spacewalk. No, we don't just get a, flying. We into don't space. get a spacewalk. Okay, I'm out. No, yeah, no, I'll stay here. You didn't want us. You didn't want to leave the seat. Spacewalk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's if we're, not like open windows for <laughs> space breeze. If we're up there, we might as so well. No. Space <laughs> there's no. Yeah, if then we're just gonna accidentally fly out a window. Uh, no, you're in the spaceship. Okay, but once we get up there, then I I want to go out and so take a poke we're around. We're all devil may care floating around. I know it's the second time I said that in this <laughs> podcast, but yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. floating around, like having a great time doing somersaults and stuff in in the air. Let's like, go outside and and. <laughs> And you are like, oh, I'm going to get as far as my tether can get to me. And we're like, oh, hey, man, we're in the cafeteria doing shots. And you're like, we're, you know, we're catching the liquid in our mouths. And you're like, well. Ooh, shots in space. You don't want to miss that. Too too fucking bad because uh, I got a 10-foot tether. And I'm I'm right here. I'm not a seal. (laughs) You just see Wait. Hold on, Todd. You're not a seal? I'm not a seal. This is a surprise to the rest of this group. Yes. More of a walrus. A walrus, perhaps. Shame on you. (laughs) But no, I mean, I just... question. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) You're absolutely right. Please. I'm going to buck the trend for this group, and I'm going to say I I would not go, given today's technology. I would absolutely go just to see Corey. (laughs) I would go to see Corey. What color are your panties, Bob? Would (laughs) would Would you rather wake up to an air horn blowing in your ear every day or wake up and have to run four miles every day? Air, air horn. horn. <laughs> Jesus. Air high five. Thank you, buddy. Honestly, honestly I'll take the air horn because I'll just wear earplugs. No, day. no. Corey, Corey, and I, Corey and I would I'll not wear earplugs. Sleep right through it. And no. we would sleep right through that fucking air horn. Be more than fine. How long does the air horn go off? As long as it takes for you to run four miles. No, my, my, my dad used to say all the time, he's like, there could be a tornado and you wouldn't. And there are yeah. air horns with tornadoes. So he's like, Todd, you I'm go. more than okay. As much as I, it pains me to say this, because there is no human being on this planet who hates running more than me. But given those two things, I would take running four miles to start every. I'm day. with you. I do. I do the run. Oh, you guys it's are so be, full of shit. You guys and, are so uh, fucking full of shit. Well, when you're deaf in three days, first of all, <laughs> first of I'm all, I'm just going to be out of breath. <laughs> I'm going to be in better shape. First of all, I I am in no shape, um, other than round. Uh, to the imagination and you two are worse off than i am it, probably it, it, whoa, 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 whoa. i i can't i i, I would not worse i would not i'm telling you right now i would not be able to do it he's talking age-wise guys and, it's okay and, and for you guys to say like oh yeah yeah that's, that's something I would do. it's 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 body talk but it, it's i after the first day after the first 10 minutes of of that I want to talk to you guys and be like, okay, how's that air horn sounding fucking right now? And you'd be like, oh, dude, fuck that. I would, I would lay down We're not in 25 air here. horns right now. So let's be serious for a second. Hold on a second. Nobody, nobody said how fast I had to run said four miles in. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's run. It's run, Todd. It's not, it's not 
skip. So, not, not for nothing. Not for nothing. And it wasn't a run, but I hiked four miles today. 4.11 miles to be exact. So, again, I still I stand by it. I would do it every day rather than air horn in the face. Todd, your slow steps on your pedometer on your expensive watch uh, do not equate to a four-mile run. Agreed. But I would do the I would if if that were my my two choices, I would take the run and I would do do it and get better every day. I'm a competitor. At the end of the day, I'm not dead yet, and I can run I've run four miles before in the past, so I can do it again. I nice mean job, it's, it sounds great and uh, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it from either of you. I don't I mean I'd it sounds it fantastic. Open air horn to wake me up every day. But you know what? Yeah. I, I will I will give you this. There are a lot of people that uh, it's a hard time for them to get, it's really difficult for them to get sleep. And if you're one of those people, then yeah, you'd be like, maybe I'll run eight miles. That's, that's completely better in getting a good night's sleep. sleep. I just don't sleep a ton. And, and I, but I, but one of the things that I get great I sleep, hate, I just don't sleep a ton. <laughs> I don't, I do. I get great sleep for, and I, but I don't need tons of it. But what I don't like, I don't like here. I usually wait. No, I can set an alarm tonight and I'll wake up three minutes before it, no matter what, no matter what time I set it for, because I hate, being shocked in the middle of the night for no good reason. Well, so that's a great that's a great point. So because so that's something yeah. that's very jarring for you. So you're like, yeah, uh, sweat it out and better myself. Fuck yeah, I'll do the run. Absolutely. So that makes perfect sense. Yep. All right. Uh, what's a country you'd be okay never visiting in your lifetime? A lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Uh, Pick one. I wouldn't. I, I, we we got to talk offline about that for anybody who says a lot. But what? Why? No, no, because there's because every country on this in, on this. Todd, Todd, hang on, Todd, Todd, Todd. I'm going to cut you off there. Hang on, I'm, I, and I, I'm I know that was very rude, but I'm I'm sorry for that. Uh, again, it was a joke. It, it was easy, uh, Conway. I I I get that every country has something to offer, and and, and the experience in in life itself would be fantastic. So yeah, no, I I I fully get that, and I I would love to visit. Just about anywhere I possibly could, if it was allowed. Um, I'll say Afghanistan, Riyadh. Riyadh's not a country. Close enough. <laughs> Todd, uh, North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think so. For me, I guess there's there's a, a country that I wouldn't like to visit. I mean, ultimately, because again, clarifying questions: Do I have to endure? Or be the worst part, see the worst of it, or do I just get to see it? At the end of the day, I think no. This I've is been to a, a lot of countries that weren't on my bucket list. This is a, it's not a, it's you're not saying this is a country that I hate. And look, we're we're we 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 are listened to as a podcast by many, Ten, many tens, countries, tens of people, many countries. You all yeah. know this. I've sent you the analytics. Yeah. What's a country that you'd be okay with never visiting? You got to pick. Okay, one. so okay, so I actually okay. So then I, I like that now that you've now that I actually heard the question rather than kind of emotionally reacting. What the country that I'd be least most comfortable not ever visiting? <laughs> That's that is not at all what I said. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Let be, me repeat. You'd it. be the most comfortable. Not What's visiting? the country you'd be okay never visiting in your lifetime? Is uh, is is Greenland or Iceland the more cold? Greenland. Greenland, Greenland is more cold. Greenland. So, so Greenland, even though I, it's on my bucket list. Okay, I I would say Brazil, only because we know a guy that we know uh, used to go down there for EDM back in the days. Yeah, awesome story. Yeah, was was literally kidnapped twice, (laughs) 
while he was down there, just like checked into a hotel and went to sleep. And while he was asleep, banditos came in and took the entire hotel staff hostage along with every guest that was in there. Every guest, yeah. And, and, and that happened to him. Love and, you, man. He, and he had to, <laughs> right. He was down there for weeks trying to get his shit back. Talking yeah, to authorities, came back, yeah. and then and then went back to Brazil again because he had to for work, and it happened again. So I'm like, I'm good with, yeah. But hey, but, with hey not Bob, visiting that. Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm with you with regard to that. But dude, you can't. It, to, I'm with you. That, that you're, I'm conflicted because of this. If they're on my bucket list of things I would love to do, yeah, carnival in Brazil. Sure. Just, so just, Todd, just again, get. So, be ready I'm to be kidnapped. Com- yeah, I mean, I'm not, com- I'm not comfortable with that risk. But if there's a way to get there and know you're going to be safe, no, yeah, being well, that's held hostage. That's the reason why you're but not Bob, going. Bob, there. listen, Bob, listen, hear me out, <laughs> okay? At the end of the at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. How cold do you want to be? How <laughs> cold yeah. do you want to be in Greenland? Honestly, kidnapping is fine, but are you yeah. cold? No, you're warm. <laughs> well, this isn't a, a Greenland or Brazil question. Too bad. That's the way it goes. Uh, that's not the question, but all right. I'm pretty sure I would get kidnapped in Afghanistan. Uh, one more, and then, okay, so last question. When was the last time you stayed up past 4 in the morning? Last week when I was here. I'm going to say I'm gonna say <laughs> this week. This week. Yeah, probably two nights ago. During the week, yeah. Todd? <laughs> last week, I can't remember which day, but, yeah. But last week, for sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Corey, what about you? When was the last time you stayed up past 4 in the morning? Uh, uh, fuck, fucking last night, last night. I never go to bed before four in the morning. Ever? Wow. No, it's fucking last night. I was up to, uh, editing, editing video. There's, that's not good for you. I do. No, there's, there's this one, there's this one fucking dedicated. Dude, you got, you guys don't, you are a true professional. You guys don't understand. There's, first of all, I wait for fucking Danielle to go to bed and cause you're good. By by the time she goes to bed, I go, uh, to my secret supply of booze which I will keep in an undisclosed fucking location. And, uh, yeah, by the time I was feeling good and I started doing video, it, it, dude, it was trials and tribulations just typing in the text. And then once I realized that uh, the software that I have spins it around in circles for me, yeah, it, it, was like, it was like 405. You should go to bed before 4 o'clock, TT, because I care about you. <laughs> oh, I, I, just, I just fucking can't. I just can't. But that's the end of that. So uh, glad all we right. all got to answer. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to, let's close out with pick of the week. Uh, Todd, you got a pick for this week? Yes, sir. I do. I do. And this is actually an easy one. I'm with New Belgium. Uh, they got it. They have, again, the PA that they're putting out are freaking amazing. Amazing. And they have an Agent 77 IPA. That is an outstanding offering. If you like IPAs, and I used to hate them because uh, I know a lot of people, there used to be the Hop Wars, but uh, yeah. New Belgium is putting out a new IPA, it seems like, every other week, like I said last week. And every time I have one, they're amazing. Already? Nick? Yeah, so I have uh, a company called Bedsure, B-E-D-S-U-R-E. It's on uh, available on Amazon, Bedsure uh, Fleece Blankets. Uh, they have oversized fleece blankets. There's uh, 118,000, actually 119,000 uh, five-star reviews. Um, you can get them That's for... It? Yeah. You can get them in any color. Um, 108 inches by 90 for 32 bucks. They're um, 
really cool blanket that if you just need a blanket and uh, cheap enough as fuck and you're you're a bigger person and not super short, uh, they're fantastic. So Bedshire. On, uh, yep. You, you, th- <laughs> you threw a lot of information out there at the end about that blanket. If you are uh, a big person, husky, yeah. but not too husky. If you're, he was looking right at me when he was saying portly, it. but not uh, stout. If you're, uh, if you're cold, but not freezing. Uh, or if sometimes that your beard goes below your blanket, you can find out that this will work for you. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Uh, uh, my pick of the week is uh, bosom buddies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the show, the eighty show, yes, the show. No, I found no. it. I found it. I, no. I found. It. <laughs> no. Nick has immediately walked off screen. I'm walking away too. I found it on DVD for twenty bucks. Uh, they only did two seasons. If you're not there's, familiar, there's probably a reason why oh, it was only two. Oh, seasons. totally reason. Yeah, because Tom Hanks got famous, and uh, yeah, he um, wouldn't do the show anymore. <laughs> That wasn't the reason I was thinking of, but okay, that is ahead. the reason. But, what's that? Horrible, horrible. <laughs> so I I had fond memories of the show, watching it when I was a kid, uh, rewatching it again. It's not as fond, although I will say every time Tom Hanks on the screen, he's fucking Tom Hanks. There's it's all fucking magic when you watch him. So uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with the show, it's uh, two dudes who are in marketing who were living in an apartment that got bulldozed and needed to find somewhere to live, and the only place they could find they could afford was a all-women's all uh, apartment complex, and so they had to dress and drag to go home. It's as awesome as it sounds. So I that's my I've, pick. I've, I've always heard nothing but great things about that show. <laughs> that's, that's that's my pick. Corey, what do you got? <laughs> my pick? <laughs> Follow that, bitch. Yeah, thanks. Wow. <laughs> uh, the gastro pub in uh, Plymouth, uh, Park Place Gastro Pub. Okay. Uh, went out there today for my aunt's birthday. Uh, and dude, the, the fish and chips was beyond phenomenal. And okay. it was, hold, hold on. Okay. We know someone who also does fish and chips. Would you I, say he hasn't dude, had them before? I, I, I have not had their fish and chips yet, but, okay. but I, I would like to actually order some of the fish and chips from this, this gastro pub before and, ordering from them. No, no. And I already, I already did that. I oh, got okay. them today. <laughs> uh, but to it, actually to see if I could take them to them to see if they could reverse engineer how they made this fish, because it, wow, it, it, I, I'm not gonna. It, it was the best white fish I've had in the Metro Detroit area. Why are you making fish and chips with white fish? That's what white, I want to know. White fish. That's what I want. Oh, white fish. The way, the, dude. The way it was. And, and then, again, I, I, I would definitely want you guys to try it because I think you guys would be impressed with it too. Oh yeah, we can uh, break we can break it down. But to to reverse engineer it and figure out how it was done, that'd be an interesting experiment. And I, I feel like they're up. You know, Chef Mike Gourmet is probably up for the task. And figure out how to how to do it. You know, in home would yeah, be as a fuck you to the gastropub. Well, they'll do it. I'm giving them a shout out now. Sure, <laughs> but, but down the road, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna take over their business. Yep. Um, but dude, you know the the, the fish and chips. Oh my god, phenomenal, absolutely okay. phenomenal. So if you're anywhere near Plymouth. You like seafood? Stop by there. Best fish and chips you can get in in, in the area. All right, Mike is rolling around right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. For, to this. for, for those that don't know, uh, my uncle went to school with Gordon Ramsay and is from London, and does proper fish and chips, which is our best, absolute bestseller. Dude, I, and and I, I again, how would he, I, how, would he I, how would he respond to what you just heard? Oh God, 
with a lot of what ex- would Mike say? A lot of expletives. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm, it, without without trying it, I'm very sure. I would like you guys to try it, and I, 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 we'll we'll work that out. I'll, I'll get you guys some of the uh, fish and chips from there, and see what you guys think about it. All right, Greg, you're wrapping it all up, buddy. No okay. pressure. Nope, no worries. Uh, I'm gonna go I have to my question before we move on. <laughs> We, no. we, Todd, we're, Todd, we're going to start giving you a, a counter on your clarifying questions per episode. We should do that. Yeah, you have five and per if episode. You, if you can accurately predict the counter, uh, you can send it to us at 6 Money Shocker, and you'll win a prize. I, I, was, I, was, I was talking to mute. My clarifying question is, so hopefully he does a different version than proper fish and chips really in London, because I've had him several times in the city of London, and fish and chips sucks, and Todd Dillon loves him some fish and chips. But they suck in London. You've obviously gone to the wrong place. Todd, that whole... 17 of them. My butthole just puckered hearing Se- that. 17 places. 17 places We're, you've had horrible fish and chips. Yeah. That's why That's why I think your Uncle Mike is the best because on the menu thing that you showed today, mm-hmm. he had Indi- the, I've had the best Indian food, Chinese food, and Thai food in my life in London. Yep. And the London food, again, I think they punch every cow that they serve for beef. Because they're angry and their muscles are tense because the meat's tougher than fucking arithmetic in certain countries that you. But you have to understand that that you know uh, the UK is the size of Michigan, you know, and so you don't have an entire country of you know grazing flatlands of cattle and stuff. That's our thing. I get it. They're they're surrounded by they're surrounded. They're, They've been no. mean to the cows on top. Yeah, and they punch them. But they're <laughs> surrounded by fresh fish. So if you've gone to 13 places in the UK. 17. 17 places in the UK and had horrible fresh fish. Uh, I've had good so, fresh fish. Everything they fry is shit. Well, you know what? All right. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Here's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. I know Mike has been here during the podcast. Yeah. And I know this is going to be a touch and go kind of thing, one hundred percent. But we have him on just for this More topic. More go than touch, just for yeah. this topic, or or even possibly record a phone call between Todd and you Mike. You can't have Mike on a podcast like this, no. unfiltered and uncensored. Yes, please. But it oh. <laughs> live. Well, no, thank God we're not live. Right. No, that's dude. Never happen. I want to hear that converse, that exact conversation. What Todd just said. Between him and Mike. My, my rebut would be this, is that I could go to 17 places in, in the U.S. and have horrible hamburgers. 100%. You know? Agreed. Yeah. So Agreed. You're, I'm, I'm you're, just you, you may just be going to the wrong places. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. And I'm telling you, I've been to London uh, been to France. 15, 15 times in my life, mm-hmm. and I am a foodie. Yeah, and, and I know that probably somebody makes fish and chips, but I'm saying, and you're probably a, starving I, for that. Ex, no, I mean you're you're starving for that amazing experience, and you've yeah, had I, shit experiences. Exactly. Not that I've not had good food in London. Like I said, I've London fish and chips. Indian, my, yeah, and I've been to India multiple times, and the best Indian food I've ever had is in London. Is in the uh, U- it, is in the UK. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I have a huge amount of respect for it. I'm, again, I'm a foodie. But if, if if Uncle Mike makes fish and chips, it's different than the, than what I've observed. And because that was the that was the one thing I had to have because I love fish and chips. Because we had Arthur Treacher's back in the Detroit area. Oh Jesus, come on, dude! Don't even bring up <laughs> Arthur fucking <laughs> Treacher's. <laughs> we just talked. We just yeah, we just did. No, no, Get out of here! I didn't, no, hear, hear me out. I'm saying when I was a kid, that's what that was the representation. Yeah, of I, I, I understand. So we actually had a real proper 
fish and chips when I was older, I realized that I really, really loved it. And then going to London and experiencing something worse than at a real restaurant that did fish and chips was a bit of a bummer. So I'll tell you this right now. Um, yep. So I'll tell you this right now. We use uh, we use whole fillets. It's it's always cod and it's always fresh. Um, and it is a 100% beer batter. There's no water in it. And it's seasoned properly. And there you go. The fish. I'm, I'm in. The, fi- I'm in. the fish is done when it floats to the top. It's not overcooked. It's not. It's not. All right. It's not cooked and let set. It is cooked, and as soon as it comes out of the fryer, the fries are hot and crispy, and it's given to you. I mean, that's the way every it goes. Every newspaper wrapped fish and chips I've had in London has sucked ass, and so I'm looking forward right, to right, trying. Right. Oh, it yeah, sounds yeah, like no. we've got a yeah, fantastic uh, conversation. We'd love to, we'd love to make it ready for to go. You. Yeah, for sure. And maybe uh, you know, fish fry off. Oh yeah, I don't know. just uh, Look, dude, I don't do it. I don't make it. I just know that. The, I can't wait to do it. <laughs> I said, that's the spirit time. Yep. We would love in the States to serve you your best London fish and chips. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Greg. Back to Greg. Closing it out. No pressure. Pick of the week, sir. <laughs> Don't well, suck. <laughs> I'm going to go with my Bushnell Wingman GPS speaker for the golf course or your home. Now, is it the yeah, one that uh, clamps to the Yes, uh, to the frame rail, of yeah, the frame of the, yep, okay. the golf cart. Yep. Um. I used it, I got like towards the middle end of last season, golf season, so I really haven't used that much. Just kind of brought it out, make sure it still worked, and... Uh, there you are. Gotcha. Running it on the uh, my work truck just to see. It's a great speaker, okay. but uh, it does give yardages if you're on the course, I was, so okay. it's kind of nice. I was going to say, because if it's made by Bush now, they're known for their golf scopes. Yes, so you can find you find the tee on the green. So there, there's there, a they map. Have flag. Yeah. So there's actually the speaker itself just kind of sits on the cart, but there is a app on your phone that you have running while you're doing this, and you can hit a button on the top of this. There's a little little peg on the top, little disc thing that you can keep in your pocket. Hit a button, and it'll tell you how far away you are. Hold on. So, so it'll okay. So the speaker will tell you. All you do is you hit that button. And you, it, it, it the speaker reads out the yeah, the yardage. So, so you'll have you'll have an app on your phone. Yeah, so it's running the GPS. On, yes, it's that's running the GPS, and it'll tell you because you download the course that you're going to. That's pretty. Or, that's pretty sick. Clarifying question. Yes. <laughs> Last one. You said you said that there was. Is it a magnet or is there a clamp to clamp it to the rail on my? There's a magnet. Card? It's a magnet. So, Which sucks if there's no, because some of them are aluminum. It's carbon fiber. Yeah. yeah, it does suck if it doesn't have that. But Can you buy an aftermarket clamp? I'm sure you can. It, it'll okay. fit in a cup holder as well. They're going to make me pay for that. <laughs> I mean. Well, hold on, though. Uh, and maybe this is the question you were asking, and I apologize if uh, I'm taking uh-huh. this off track. Is Bushnell just making a speaker that interfaces directly with the app on your phone? Is that... Couldn't you do this with the app and any other Bluetooth speaker that you could clamp to you, your you, cart? I mean, well, at that point, then you would have to have the, the app running in your carbon fiber rail. <laughs> Hold on, Todd. We don't have carbon fiber Hold rails on, around Todd. here. Hold on. Go ahead, Todd. Um, I don't think so because the speaker is just going to run whatever audio. The program itself doesn't run the audio for the speaker. That's, yeah. That's does the, the program itself run on your phone? The program runs on your phone, but it's not a verbal thing on your phone. So, so it's not going to go to the speaker, but it interfaces with a speaker because you have to link the speaker and the app. 
But is it linked by Bluetooth? I mean, this it, isn't a proprietary link no, no, no. between. So the speaker will connect to your phone, and you can play music on it. Yeah. Okay. But so also, you have to link it to the app in order for the app to communicate back because to it. Because the app can't talk to your microphone without permission, so it needs its own segue. But, but again, phone. couldn't you do that with any no. Bluetooth yes. speaker? I mean, yes. if you could figure yes. out a way. But, no, you, you should be able to. They're not letting you do it. But he, but here's here's the the genius to that is yeah. when Greg say there's a, a piece that you take off that speaker and you can have with you, and you can just hit that to read out the yardage. Oh, so if it, that's the case, yeah. Then, there, so, there's okay. a little disc that comes on top uh, and, and it's got a little you, magnet on it, and you pull it off and you put it in your pocket when you're golfing. So so you, if, if you're back at your bag yeah. and re- selecting a club, but you just reach in your pocket, hit that rather than grabbing your phone and saying, "Well, wait a minute." Question. Yeah. How does how does the how does the how does the app know or the speaker know where your ball is at? Well, you're, it's it goes from wherever the the, the phone is. The cart is. The f- yeah. yeah. The phone communicates so with the speaker. I, I don't I don't golf with my phone in my pocket. I leave it in the cart, and I leave okay. the speaker there. I have the app running on my phone. In the cart. In the cart. Yes. So I can get out of the cart, hit the button. I don't have to look at anything, and I just like, oh, you're. 125 yards away. So you can trigger an alert from your phone in the cart to yell at no, the speaker. No, it, it's the speaker. The, the actual speaker itself has a disc that's attached to it. That's like a remote control. All right. Got it. You, you send me the link for this because okay. I want to I want to read more about it. Yep. Because I feel I, like I'm there's something I'm missing. You're, you're definitely missing but something. But it sounds like it might be more awesome than I think that, that it is. It, 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 that's pretty ingenious. Okay. And by the way, I was just talking about this with Lord today. Like, I, I need to get back on the course this summer. <sighs> I'll, I'll, with, with you. And I know you got uh, a busy summer planned. I know it. But we got to figure out a way. We'll, we'll go a couple times. Uh, yeah, but maybe toward the end of the summer, et cetera. Don't fucking touch that. <laughs> All right. Can't invite you. <laughs> you got to make it. You got to get here first, motherfucker. All right. We're going to. We're going to. If, in fact, you're invited. I'm not really sure that that actually happened, but. <laughs> All right, that's Shots Cast for this week. On behalf of Nick and Corey and Todd and special guest Greg Ovento, this is Bob saying goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye.